You know what's not good and not filmed in Canada? What's up, fandom? I'm Josh. And today I am joined by some very special guests. We have Jason Simpson. Hello. And Tom from Nerd on the Podcast. No. Or Nerd, Nerd on TV. On. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. I, it's it's been it's been a while since you've been on, so I've I forgot how to it's how to been a Shanghai Nerd. Moon. Uh, good old Shanghai Moon. It'll get made. It'll get made one day. It'll be amazing. Say it's not being worked on right now. <gasps> we'll pitch it to the CW. You know, there's, <laughs> there's many steps that need to be taken, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, things have started. Like life rights. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, this episode of What's Up Fandom is brought to you by our good friends at Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. It's actually not. It's but this can is cool. I like the new red and black for the new the new taste. Um, when they say it's now more delicious, now it doesn't taste like crap. You, you should say like it's more red can and black lettering because it's normally red and black regardless. Right. It's black can and red lettering. Red can. I only drink it in um, bottles. Bottles, so it's it's mostly it's mostly like brown. So I don't don't ever see. Or I drink it in a fountain, and then it's in a cup, and then I don't even. It's like it's sometimes it's white, sometimes it's red. Is it Mr. Deed's house? Pretty much. Um, so no, guys, right. today we're going to be talking about Shang Chi. Right? I think we're going Shang-Chi. That, that's what you hit me up for, so... Okay. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> See, that's smart. Um, now, that you, I real quick, Tom, I think you should do that on an episode. Like, next time you guest, just be like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's the oh. only thing that you say the entire time. Oh. For the hour and a half that you guys record, <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's Not on this show. On the next one, yeah, for sure. Yes, yeah. <laughs> We'll have a whole sports episode, and you can just do that the entire time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to talk uh, Shang-Chi, and I think we've all seen it. Yes. Yeah. Jason? You'd be okay. right. Okay. It, it was, it was, it was heck, iffy for it was Jason. He had like a, a weekend a to watch it. So I was... I took, I, was... I took my kids last night and nice. uh, completely forgot... Uh, are we going to get... Can we get a little political here? Uh, Hold on. Okay, yeah. uh, I was I was checking to see if I had any anti uh, political uh, comics, but they're comics, okay. so go for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I forgot my kids' uh, vaccination passports, so mm. I was in a, I was in a complete um, panic getting to the uh, theater, and then I don't have all my paperwork in order, and. Uh, that poor girl who was helping me just got just the full like well i uh, and i i ended up going back to her at the end of the movie and uh, apologizing for speaking to her brusquely and uh i feel like she responded like i had made her year that you yeah you apologized to somebody i think most people uh, i think she gets a lot of just around that subject a lot of people just being just mean uh but it was really just all my fault not getting my stuff in order and uh so my initial um, beginning of the experience was panic and frustration, and then I sat down and it all unfolded into this lovely, uh, fantastic movie watching experience with me and my kids. Will they let oh. you take a picture of it and just keep it on your phone, or do they have to see the physical card? Physical card not allowed. Oh, has to be uh, the online card. 
Whoa. Oh. It comes from the Do we have an online card, Tom? Uh, I got mine through uh, some company, uh, my vaccination. So they already like, digitally sent me one, and I added it to my wallet app on my yeah. iPhone. I just got a stupid car that they put stickers on. Yeah, they no. wouldn't let us use them. Anyway, I didn't want to take up all the time with that. That was just my initial beginning of my experience. And then I left the theater uh, just bouncing around because I really dug the movie. Nice. No spoilers. Uh, I did actually, uh, last night as well, was my first time to go to a place that required the vaccination cards. Nice. There's not a lot here in Oklahoma. <laughs> go figure. Um, but yeah, like, so this was like my first time and I was like, oh, well, here's my car, <laughs> you know, um, I want to get one of those, uh, they've got like those multi-pass holders from, uh, fifth element that like mm -hmm. perfectly fit your vaccination card. And I totally want to get one of those so I could be like multi-pass and, you know, multi whenever somebody asks, I'm like, pop, um, but yeah, it was my first time because like uh, Harold from the Tunes Tunes podcast, mm -hmm. he gets the program the uh, uh, the programming program the program program the media uh, for the Pony Boy Saloon. It's like a cocktail bar saloon thing mm -hmm. that's attached to the Tower Theater on Monday nights from six to eight Central Standard Time. Um, and so he's been doing a lot of anime. So he's doing like nice. after school anime. So we got to watch a bunch of anime last night and it was really cool. So yeah. if you're in the Oklahoma City area and have nothing to do on a Monday night, go watch some anime at Pony Boy. The way it's you free. the way you explain it though, those two things go hand in hand, so it's a little redundant. If you're in the Oklahoma City area and you have nothing to do <laughs> You only really need to say if you're in the Oklahoma City area. Okay. Anyway, I love the comics behind you, by the way. That looks fantastic. It does. Don't try, don't try to, don't try <laughs> to do, don't do They're that. so not political do behind that. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? I was like, I want something that's not political. Gwen Stacy turning into Venom. <laughs> and I did it. It really does. Um, yeah. Uh, the marriage of uh, Scott Summers and Jean Grey from like 1991 came with cards tops trading cards which is crazy right you don't happen anyway, to have so the, the, the team up of green lantern and green arrow behind you that, that gets a little risque yeah well it depends on which green lantern because there's there's some good green lanterns and then there's a straight up racist one so we try we try to stay away from that guy Too um but anyway so um i just want to say before we start spoilers heavy for shang chi because this episode's coming out in like november um so uh that's how that's how crazy our spooktober october is good uh, this isn't coming out until november um this you guys know how i feel about marvel films yeah i feel like we haven't had a full-on conversation trash. but i get the gist uh hot street trash 99 percent okay. of them uh this however that one percent that i was very excited like i i wasn't really super excited for it i mean uh it i'm gonna get the names wrong help me out who's who's shang chi is it samu simalu simalu um i watched him in kim's convenience and i thought he was mm -hmm. great he's the older brother in kim's convenience gets kicked out as a man um watch kim convenience on netflix sponsored um by other people that are bigger um, but yeah, it's like, I, I liked him. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a watch. And then Harold and I, uh, were at, 
uh, Fan Expo Dallas, and we got bored. So we were like, you know what? There's an Alamo Draft House like right here. So we'll let's go to go see Shang-Chi. And we did. And it makes me sad that I'm not going to get like a second one to like 2024 just because of Marvel's stupid. We're going to have the Eternals and other garbage that people don't particularly care about. But we're trying to make money because we have to we have these characters might as well use them. Um, and yeah, that, that that's the thing that sucks the most. It's like I'm not going to get another one of these. I would rather have another like I would rather they Shang-Chi Star Wars and give me one like every year or every mm. other year like that what I would be fine with because it's different enough than from the other Marvel stuff that I would watch this movie more. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean I I I I don't quite echo your sentiment of the MCU. Oh nobody does. I'm in I am in the vast majority of people who are not Marvel fans. Is that majority or minority? Minority. Um, I mean, I tend to be, I tend to reserve criticism for it, um, and I tend to feel, I think, uh, the ire that you probably receive forever criticizing, having mild criticisms for MCU films or Disney products or Disney films. Um, but uh, that being said, I always, I never look forward to a movie failing. I always feel bad that like you know, wonderful creative people work hard, and I'm more happy that like a billion dollar studio kind of has to suffer the consequences but you know uh it's 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 uh half a dozen one hand six of the other um but uh no i i had a very similar experience in terms of uh in uh, utter excitement for shang chi um other than the fact that like i'm an asian dude surprise uh and i was like oh i gotta you know represent and i hope this is good because i remember when black panther came out and uh, whether you sit on one side or the other of the fence of uh, you like it or not, it's kind of really... You, you'd be fooling yourself if you are saying that the cultural significance of the film wasn't important for um, the general audience. Yeah. And um, I was just... It, it was something that, that made me aware that Disney and the MCU had that effect, where they can take... Um, people of color and, and and create some representation whether it's surface level or if they decide to go deeper than they could um and i was waiting for that turn for 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 my asian uh brothers and sisters and uh then we got crazy rich asians and then everyone's like this is it i'm like this is this is not it this is not it i, I it, look it's a fun movie john m chu uh i'm totally you know what's up good i'm so glad it's a full asian ensemble but that was not like you know Asian exceptionalism and uh, you know showing us at the, uh, showing uh, uh, us as a people at our at our best. It's just rich people doing rich shit. Um, so uh, there's that. But Shang Chi itself, I was like pretty excited. One particularly just because how much emphasis they were going to say that they were going to put into fight choreography and make it feel like an actual martial arts film, um, which is I think sometimes. Uh, uh, interestingly ab- absorbed by general audiences of oh it's just a martial arts movie versus like understanding like the fight choreography and the technique and the filmmaking and storytelling that's needed in fight choreography and, and having fight directors and then that um but then also telling the nuanced story of like asian america and then also asians in america uh and then in that so i uh, um i walked away quite uh pleased with what it was i didn't think it was the best marvel film of all time um, but I did feel like 
oh, this is this is good. I, I, I want to see more of this. There is some trappings of the good old MCU stuff that happens, and that's because it's in the DNA. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're going to not like it for that thing, then, you know, you're never going to like, like certain things to begin with. What about you, Jason? Um, I, I was excited. I was excited about the fact that uh, it was very representative of the Asian culture and community. I'm, I am not Asian. Surprise. <laughs> A lot of surprises on this episode, uh, guys. But, uh, yeah. But uh, very much like Black Panther, uh, that resonated very strongly with me and my children. My children are from Africa, and I knew that sitting and watching that with them, just like I did with um, Into the Spider-Verse, uh, you know, watching my son see himself as Miles Morales was it huge it was huge in the theater I was crying watching my son watch Miles and his eyes would get bigger I'm like he he gets this uh and so I know I knew that that was something that was going to be so welcomed and it was being pushed and I was so uh for I was totally on board for with that and uh wanted to promote that as much as possible um I I kind of figured it wasn't going to be this big bombastic uh Infinity War Endgame feel, of course, and I was so glad that it wasn't. There, there was just, uh, it was for me. It was like watching Crouching Tiger. Uh, just this, the the choreography, the it was so gorgeous. Um, some of the, some of the some of the cinematography was just so beautiful. The camera work was stunning. E- even even when they're not flying around in the forest, just on a bus, when the camera goes outside of the bus and just moves down the side of the bus, and he's kicking ass in this bus. I just, I was just uh, entranced. It looked so good. Um, what was the original question? <laughs> uh, just, oh. just like some general. This is like general thoughts. Ah. Uh, it, it, it did exactly for me what I, what I hoped it would. And it actually, I mean, this may make no sense, and it may not actually be true, but it sort of personalized uh, the Marvel movie for me, the MCU mm. sort of genre, because uh, just sort of regular guy who isn't. A superhero, um, and so there's just normal dude who's uh, parking cars, and he gets into, and we of course know his past and stuff. But yeah, I felt it was just I could, I didn't have to go. Okay, I'll buy that. Okay, that's wow, that's big, and you're a billionaire or whatever. You can lift a car, and we're okay with those. I love Marvel movies, so that I'm okay with that. But this was like just sort of real life. It it didn't go too far into the Fast and Furious like punching torpedoes and and right. crushing yeah, parking right. structures. It was right. like ah, he's, that's a little bit of a jump, but you know, okay, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and like, yeah. and I think that's why I liked it so much because I mean, let's just look at the Marvel pantheon of their people. Uh, there's billionaire. There's uh, thief. There's super soldier there's god um what arrow else man? is there arrow man there's a, yeah the arrow man and gun woman they don't really count um okay. uh a uh, star woman star woman and um, uh there's, green there's man Marvel witch uh green man witch girl and uh, uh space molly crew and uh tony stark but he knows magic <laughs> um and and I don't. I, I won't include uh, Web Boy in there just because Web Boy. He's a little bit different. Okay. You know. What do you mean different? What What do you mean different? I mean, he's Fox. Yeah, what do you mean 
I don't include him in the MCU. He's he's what been about, in what, movies. He's not part what, of the MCU. What about what about uh, futuristic Kingman with with cat ears? I'm gonna say something that's probably yeah yeah frowned we, we upon yeah yeah. But don't 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 Canada don't be over here. Let's do it. Come on, let's like, hear it. What, well, what's happening? I don't like the Wakandans. I don't know if that like in the movie they all come off as racist. No, 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 no. They all come off as really high and mighty jerks. Yeah. And it put me off of like their whole entire plot. So I didn't particularly care about and like I was all like Killmonger, you like honestly take it over, kill them all. I don't care at this point. Like you do <laughs> it, bro. Uh, like you deserve it. Like go for it. Like all these guys, they're jerks. Get rid of them. I so mean, that kind of like, isn't that, I mean, you know, not with, without getting, talking about the Black Panther episode, but isn't that kind of like, quote unquote, the point is that like having an entire African community and culture without being disturbed by colonial intervention and they would be able to reach the highest points of human civilization. Mm -hmm. And so it's like Bruce Lee in that way where it's like, is Bruce Lee cocky? Yes, he is. You know why? Because he could whoop everyone's butt. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, they they could literally use a ball, and you're like, your gunshot wound doesn't exist. It's like, excuse me, <laughs> it's like they can kiss cancer away in in weird ways. So it's like, Wakandans are like the the dream utopia paradise. It's kind of like how the Asgardians are also very cocky in their own ways because like they are the highest. Yeah. I like, don't like those forms. guys either. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I I I'm not a big fan of like the we are the supreme lords and everything. Like that's never been my cup of tea. I, I like the characters. Next like time on Eternals. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you mean Superman, but with yellow eyes instead of red ones? That Anytime was. Anytime you want to stop being an American, you're welcome up here. Then I want to. Like, if they would let me, uh, Jason. If you know any mail order Canadians that I can ship myself to, I guess it's. I guess I'm a mail order American. Yeah. You I've know a, any Canadians a, that want a mail order American? I'll I'll come up there. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? You're talking about you're lining up the Avengers and uh, not getting oh, all their yeah, names so right. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I like that Sean is he's just a dude, and that made it really nice that he's just dude. I thought that and like he gets he gets powers later, but like he doesn't get those till the end of the movie. And even then, I'm like, you don't got to use this all the time. You're a big kung yeah. fu guy. Just eat crap out of people with your martial arts, man. Even then, they're not powers per se it's a utility yeah exactly it's it's like i don't know it's like some dude if he was like really good at like fighting and then had these different utilities and like some sort of belt you know that would be pretty nifty and then he gets his back broken by bane over there um that was a fun that was a fun comic anyway what were, what were we talking about batman right Titans. Well, you were, season, you were listing season four off, of Titans, right? You were listing the we're Avengers. We're wondering why. Why are you, why are you going through them? Oh, he's just saying he likes yeah, Sean because he's a normal dude. Yeah, I, li oh, I like okay. Sean. I, yeah, I like this. Like, it, it's not as a big, huge, ridiculous thing um, that it feels like most of the Marvel movies are now. But, they're just trying to up themselves. But yeah, but and it's weird. Like they're trying to up themselves, but still be like the same movie. It's kind of they're bizarre. Not a, they're not. It's not, a, it, it's not a. It's not a. It's not a something that's been around for. 50, 60 years, uh, and we're just surprised now that it's all uh, people with superhuman strengths from different places in the universe. I mean, that's that's the whole idea of it. Does that turns you off? I'm sorry, what now? 
I'm I think sure. I think I, I think Josh is kind of just saying that it, he finds it fine interesting because it's kind of like um if the camera is always moving then nothing really is feels like intense or important but then once it's still then it's like oh okay this is actually important like if you have an entire all the Avengers are all super powerful and they have something versus Shang Chi just has his martial arts and his wits if right. he finds that the most interesting is that am I c- capturing that correctly Yeah and also like from a story standpoint. I feel like this is a better story than, I mean, we'll just throw Iron Man in there. We'll compare him to the big one. Like, I feel like this is a better origin story than I got captured, must escape. I'm still going to be kind of a, you know, a dick. Uh, you know what I mean? That's kind of where... guy I, with utilities. Though. Well, so, I mean, in the sense of, like, not tit for tat, right? Iron Man, in a way, could kind of just throw his money at his problems, which he does. Um, and then when he those problems come back up again in two, he still throws his money on his problems. Um, and even then, when he has to account for his crimes he's committed, he doesn't have to because he's a billionaire. Um, whereas Shang-Chi um, has to un- like operate under the guise of you know magic and having to slip away between you know little dimensions with Wong and stuff like that. So he doesn't necessarily have the same um, privileges, I, I think Iron Man would say. But I would say this... Um, in terms of Shang-Chi versus Iron Man as origin films, and there's something I would say about the MCU, uh, phase one that, you know, I was all on the bandwagon when it first, when it was first starting up, cause it was like a secret. It felt like, Ooh, I'm inside on the secret and it's fun. And they're kind of taking it kind of seriously to make it where they're going to connect. And it was before it was the worldwide sensation that it is now. Um, and it was at the phase one films all offered each of those characters a huge sacrifice at the third act in order to quote unquote win the battle and it's something like that cap has to sacrifice potentially ever seeing peggy ever again in order to beat red skull thor must destroy the bifrost before he can see jane iron man must sacrifice his entire company before he can actually do right and you know he almost loses the entire company things like that where Shang-Chi kind of really triumphs because there is not really a true bad guy in terms of the, I'm here for the last 30 minutes in my new cool version and I'm fighting you and that's it and here's the fight. It's much more of an emotional internal battle that's going on. And uh, Wen Wu is just like, Tony Lung is just like phenomenal in terms of like his portrayal of this iteration of the Mandarin, and I do like the changes that they made to the Mandarin in that way, where he's pretty much like Imhotep, where he's just like, it's a heartful villain who literally is just doing this one very personal thing. I think that's what you also talked about too, Josh, was like, it wasn't world-ending, and it yeah. didn't need to be, so that it was just like a personal, like, he's going to do this, but he doesn't realize that the harm it's going to cause everyone else, because he's blinded by his desire. And, um, you know, Shang-Chi has to stop him and that's pretty much like the true conflict is that but then other than the inter- internal conflicts that they have yeah i i will i will say and that's another thing that and that's just movies in general when you have a very sympathetic villain it just makes your stuff better like when woo like you watch and you're like okay yeah he's he's a bad guy at the beginning and then it's like oh but he finds love and you know everything is good and then his wife gets taken away and then he gets corrupted and it's like oh all of this makes sense. And like, you feel for him. So like, in the end, I was like, I was kind of like, I hope he doesn't die. Like, 
I, he's probably going to die, but it would be nice if he didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, when he did, I, I wasn't surprised, but I also wasn't like, uh, you know, anything like that. But I, yeah, I thought he was a great villain. Like you sympathize with him and he just, dude just wants to get his wife back and he thinks he can get his wife back. And I'm like, yeah, go for it. I guess. I mean, you gotta kill some people, but it happens. He's killed enough people anyway. What's a few more? Yeah, yeah. Are we are we at a point where we talk about spoilers or spoilers? Oh, we, we the whole episode we don't not talk about spoilers. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure. I just remember yeah. I've been on a couple episodes and you had some like non spoiler parts and you had some spoiler parts. Um, yeah, but I this would, is coming out in November, so okay. Um, I would say, I mean, and, and this is my thing where it's like I I absolutely loved a lot of the things that the film did. If there are things that I wish potentially could have happened, it would have been kind of cool to have the dad stay alive and then have to voluntarily give the rings to Shang-Chi to stop mm -hmm. the monster at the very end and then them, ha them having to kind of reconcile what that family is then. Um, it just would have been a little bit more like complicated and hard, I know, like, and it's not so simple like with the, with a button. Obviously, it wouldn't pull on your heartstrings, but it would have been like, oh, like, I want to see where this goes. But, you know, they definitely had another road ahead of them with what goes on with his sister and everything like that. And, and unfortunately, I think that is the issue with superhero movies. They just want to kill people. And it happens in what almost every single superhero movie. How many villains last uh, more than one episode? Like, well, more than one movie. There's Loki, and that's basically it. Vulture. Thanos. There's what? Well, Thanos is like in post-credit scenes for half the stuff that he's in. So you're uh, asking who lasted longer, right? Well, no, I'm, I'm just thinking like it's just it's a theme with superhero Who, movies yeah. where they would rather kill the bad guy than have. No, no, I get you. You're just you're like, asking who survived longer than one movie. I'm just simply saying Thanos. Okay. Uh, Clay. Uh, not Clay. Uh, uh Scarecrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's the thing where it's like Wait, I feel the did? exact same way. Sandman goes away. He becomes dust and flies Part away. Of the ether, yeah. Oh, um, and that's oh, yeah, why I, doesn't come back though. Yeah, I, that's why my thing too. I do enjoy that when villains kind of come back because it's kind of like, yeah, you're kind of starting to say that you just kill bad people, which is kind of like there's no chance for redemption, and sometimes there isn't. But like, oh, I was gonna say Joker would have came back. Well, Heath Ledger, he was supposed to, but. Um, you know, you know, it's kind of like it's nice to see. Also, again, it's playing within the source material within yeah, the genre. Right. It would have been like, oh, now you know, like maybe Spider Man could finally have his Sinister Six one of these days. Um, yeah, it's I don't know, it's it, it that's just like a, a trope that happens in the superhero films that I, I'm like, eh, like maybe don't kill Raja Ghul. I mean, that would have mm -hmm. been he didn't. He just didn't save him. <laughs> I would like to see that hold up in a court of law. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, but I mean, Arkham is if we're on Batman for a second, Arkham is that great. You just put them all in there and then you've got movie after movie. Yeah. They keep coming back. I mean, that's the beauty of Arkham. You just we got all these bad guys in here. Yeah, uh, but then you then you'd let Two-Face die. And you're like, oh, well, there goes Harvey Dent. We could have done some cool stuff with him, but whatever. You know what I mean. You know what Bane I mean. Bane would have been <laughs> cool. But anyway, um, there is really one thing, actually two things in the film that 
I don't feel we're needed. Uh, there's a throwaway line and then a character. Like, I honestly don't think you need Ben Kingsley in the film mm. as the Mandarin at all. Uh, I, That's just the garbage callback that I'm like, you don't need that in this. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for the plot. It doesn't do anything for the film at all. Looks like Jason's about to say something. Go ahead. Um, I, as someone who absolutely loathed the entire Mandarin reveal in, in Iron Man 3... I found this like kind of just like I'm very glad you acknowledge this because and and this is what I'll say to that they kind of did it for me I wouldn't say it's like oh perfect I'm like oh it fully redeemed me whatever but I thought it was like good enough because they have that moment when the family's reunited and they're having dinner again and then uh, the father says like what's in a name do you realize the name is so powerful that they end up taking the name? Blah, blah, blah. And like for me as a Asian dude that has an Asian name um, and Tom is just what I go by to make everyone's lives easier. Um, it's also the name I identify with, but my legal name is different. Um, I was just like, I'm kind of very glad that they had this conversation because it is important because it's like you kind of look at the dynamic between, you know, people with the that and then people who are like several generations american who are asian and they don't have like an asian name and it's not like there's a difference between a, there's a difference but it's not like there's a higher ground or lower ground or anything like that and then so they they tie it in so like the namesake means something and that you know in a way for an audience who was like oh my god iron man's gonna fight his most iconic villain which is the mandarin and then they sidestep away from that to turn it to you know guy pierce into a dragon man um and, uh, you know, that's like, it was the ultimate thing where it was like, Mandarin uses magic, Iron Man uses technology. It would have been like, oh, okay, wh which wins? And then you find out that the rings are technology anyways. You're like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, but then having Ben Kingsley come back is kind of like, to me, it was fine. It wasn't like overly atrocious. The more, I think, uh, grueling, I guess, quote unquote, uh, travesty about it is like, here's an animal that I only understand that gives me pinpoint directions is a is a little like you guys have only been in this cave for about maybe five seven years whatever um and uh you're getting pinpoint directions from this animal um it's just a little almost too much uh suspension of disbelief that i had to turn on in order for that moment but uh no i mean i, I and i i don't know i felt like his ben kingsley's comedic uh relief moments was a lot better than another one that was like to me like like kill me now moment <laughs> like I wanted when it happened in the movie I was like oh god but it was like the worst that was the one moment that I was like I was really upset about but that was it. Um, I mean, I I agree <clears throat> with the with the table scene like when like at the the dinner scene like that was really like oh yeah like he's making a real and like he brings up the Mandarin and I thought that's where they were gonna leave it and I was like yeah that makes a lot of sense and then they bring Ben Kingsley in and you're right like him talking to the stupid. Uh, Karibo looking thing and I was like I don't that, that was it was too much for me uh, Jason your thoughts on it for you look like you're you want to reach out and hit me no 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 I it was cute but the whole time I just didn't get it and I didn't like the, I didn't like it because I didn't get it hmm. so I, I didn't know why we needed him in the movie uh, the the one shot sure. film I'll hail the king I love that little short um, it was goofy but it was neat to see him reprise the role in that, where it kind of explained the Ten Rings. Uh, I assume you guys have seen that. What? I have not, actually. Oh. Okay. I, I, I know it came out, and I remember when it came out, everyone was like, oh my god, and it's like, the true Mandarin's mad, and it's like, 
Yeah. All right. Basically, it's like six or eight minutes, whatever, and it reveals Scooter. What's his name? Scoot, Scoot McNair. Uh-huh. Uh, really great scene with him, and he just reveals that the Ten Rings is so much bigger. Mm. Um, and I thought, okay, that's the last we'll see of him. But uh, no, the the little animal thing. I, they didn't need him to show them where to go. I mean, they had the whole water and the thing and the map, and so. No, I wasn't a big fan. I, I like him as that character when he's the faux Mandarin. Not mm. when he's Trevor Slattery. No, when he's Trevor Slattery, baby. He's not, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I was yeah. never a huge fan of that. But um, I also understand uh, where you're coming from, Tom, with that, the whole him being the fake one and the reveal, and I can see how that's... Like, yeah, it just for me, like, I think there's, to me, there's no one that I know that uh, trashes Iron Man 3 as much as I do. I like um, Iron Man 3. It's a good Christmas film. That's all it is. Um, so, uh, I mean, that's that's how I felt about it, because it was just like, it, you know, it had the, the sad, unfortunate burden of being the first movie after the Avengers. And so it's like, right. why the frick aren't the Avengers in here? What? What do you mean you're... You're worried. You've been through so many life traumatizing events, and this is the one that gets you know. It's like that kind of stuff where it's like yeah. there's a lot of. And I mean, it didn't help that before watching the movie, I remember reading an interview with Robert Downey Jr. And he said like, I literally had to find new ways to make Iron Man interesting. I was like, there is a big problem if you have to say that in an interview, and even if it was like off off the cuff. And of course, you know, everything getting taken out of you know for bites and clips and all that stuff. But I was just like, that's that's not great. Um, but no, uh, yeah, and I, I really, did, I really wanted a real Mandarin to, you know, use the rings, and they were actual rings, not bracelets, um, because I was like, it'd be pretty cool. Um, but you know, this iteration and version is cool. But so this having Ben Kings come here is like, cool. I hope I never see him again. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like I'm very glad we put it to rest. You know, you made a boo boo, and now we're we can we we're, we're solving it. This is you saying I made a boo boo. This is the real one. I'm sorry. Goodbye. You know, like that's that's me. Um, Aquafina was enough comedy relief. She was great. Yeah, I thought she was great. She had a, they had a she had a lovely balance between cracking jokes and being serious. That's where. So I, I mentioned like there was one moment that like I wanted to shoot myself because I thought the <laughs> the the comic relief moment was just so. But why? And it was when they were on the plane and he was talking about everything that went on. And it's not Aquafina's joke. Her joke about Sean, your name is Sean, Shang-Chi, it's like, that's a dumb translation change. I was like, that's a great joke. Mm-hmm. The line before it is the dumb one, where the the flight attendant's like, we have chicken, vegetarian, and beef. Do you, which, and we're out of chicken. Which one would you like? Oh, the beef then. We're out of beef. This, I was like, this is the worst dumb comedic <laughs> relief moment in the entire world. You're just showing how inept flight attendants are, which after a year and a half of everything everyone's been through, like they need a award. So do all service workers in the world who are still working right now. Um, but then also it's like, it just stops all of like, this is my origin and I'm sad boy. And I, my mom and I punched things and my sister. And then they stop it with that. When, if you let it all play out, it doesn't change anything. And then you just have it where it's like, so you change your name to Sean. You still do the exact same thing. They're, they're on a plane and yep. they're on the way. Same yep. thing. I I'm caveat here. Oh no. Um, that joke. <laughs> I like the first time, like the first one when she interrupts the first time at the beginning. I thought that was great because it's like it is. It's like this is we're having this big 
you know, very, you know, moment. And then it's like, uh, and I was like, all right, that's kind of, and then if she just leaves and never comes back, I was, I would have been like, that's good. Just like, I, I like the one interruption. I felt that would, I mean, I felt the one interruption was good, but then when she comes back and it's like, we're out of that. So I'm like, okay, that's a bit much. Just like if it would have ha just happened the one time, because that it doesn't really happen. Like people are always like on planes or anything like that. And they're talking about their deepest, darkest secrets, or they're basically, you know, spilling the beans on like what they're going to do. And it's like the person sleeping next to you is probably not sleeping. Like the person behind you is listening. Like I've been on a plane. Like I think we've all been on planes. We've heard other people's conversations. And it's like, just to have the flight attendant come over and be like, chicken or beef you know like i just thought that was i was like yeah because you know if i i would assume if you are flying on a uh trans-pacific flight the stewardess is going to be like what would you want to eat that wouldn't they be a transatlantic flight since they're from san francisco oh you're right you're right pacific yeah. it is pacific I'll, i got my oceans messed up yeah I, um, I had to think about it for the first time i was like transit no pacific you're right right um but i mean and so that scene gave me ptsd and so the next, like, explained montage moment with the water and the, the pathway to the, the forbidden land, whatever, I was like, I'm going to expect a joke. I expect a dumb joke to come. And there was no dumb joke. I was like, okay, they just let it play out. So you can let it play out. Yeah. That's what you're telling me. So you can let things just, like, explain. Because I will say like this, like, at the very beginning, uh, I think Jason hit it on the head really well, like, uh, you know the the fight choreography with the wuxia and and wenwu and and the mother is very beautiful romantic and and bombastic and then like you you care for that character those two characters and then you get introduced to sean and you kind of just like him but you don't have a reason to care and then this is the moment you start caring because he starts explaining his upbringing he starts bringing up like why he just got attacked you like the fight and you like aquafina but you don't know why you should care about what they're doing and this is the moment. It's like, okay, cool. And now, now they're gonna, now they're gonna invest in me, so I can invest in them. And then they just like chicken beef, vegetable. I was like, oh my god, just let me, just let me have this moment. Bring the joke up later on. Just do it in the third act fight when Groot's introducing himself to Captain America. I don't like, don't do it now. Like, give me all the good. Uh, my only other issue with uh, that I thought was. Again, it's not needed in the film. Like, I, I don't feel Ben Kingsley's needed in the film. Um, Tom made some really good points about why he should be in there. Um, I get it, but it's, again, you could have done it with the map. Um, <laughs> then there's there's an there's a throwaway line that the bar friends say, and I'm like, you don't have to bring that up. Like when they're like. Uh, like you guys need to grow up. If half of the world can disappear in a blink of an eye, like they say some throwaway line like that, and I'm like, stop. Like, I, like it's just a connecting thread. Like editor yeah. Josh, I know you're watching right now for the YouTube. Put the Michael Jordan stop it in right now. That's what I want. Like, I, like you don't need to do it anymore. And then we Josh all get it. it. We personally. know there was a freaking snap. <laughs> it was all over the internet. You keep putting it in all your dang movies. We get it. Snap. People disappeared. Oh, they came back. It doesn't actually matter. Um, 
stop. Just don't do it anymore. Like I'm, t- I'm tired of, you know, the whole, like how many more Marvel movies are they going to keep bringing up? Like half the world disappeared. It's like, well, are we going to like in 20, important. in 2067, are we going to have like, um, I don't know, squirrel girl. And they're going to be like, do you remember when half the world disappeared with us now? Like, I don't want that. I think it's, I think it's a tiring and it, I was that was the only moment in the film I was just like I would say I would say like this where I agree with your sentiment I don't agree with your fervor (laughs) but um uh no I just don't want to be reminded of those films well and and I would say like this because I think uh and this isn't you know again the episode that we talked about everything I think WandaVision did it well where they referenced it um to where it affected the story um and I won't go into that spoiler but um or whatever um but it's in that sense where it's like very much like the Netflix uh, Marvel shows where they kept saying the about the Battle of New York, and it's like we get it, you're connected, we 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 got it. We're like, so you do you think we're smart enough to connect you guys, or do you I think don't we're think dumb enough to I, not? I, I think don't that? think, and and that's like I think that Disney, Marvel are like the people are stupid, they don't know, like where, everyone I mean, is dumb. We have and, to constantly remind them and make them want to go, oh, yeah, you know what I should do after we've watched Shang-Chi? We should go watch Age of Ultron, you know, something like that, or, like, go watch the other stuff again. Like, that's what I feel well, like they do. I and, mean, that's that's just, like, content building where you want to have people in your libraries living there. But, I mean, it's kind of like, I would say like this, and, and there's a better version of it, and the better version of it is, like, what they did in Spider-Man Homecoming, where Michael Keaton's character is kind of based off of the events of the first Avengers film. And so it's like, it, it, it pertains to that. So if there was a moment that, you know, Mandarin or other characters were kind of more affected by the blip, then yes, I, I see what you mean by like, don't have it just some line that you just throw in there casually. Yeah. Have it be part of it if you want it to be you know affecting your story. Exactly. And like the whole reason it's so it's like, we're trying to tell Sean and Katie to grow up. That's the only reason that we put this in there. Because these two do not think that they're living, or at least this one chick does not think that they are, I don't know, maybe a, like living up to their potential or I don't know. I, I like, I, I just thought it was like, and honestly, if I had a friend like that who basically told me to grow up, like, we probably wouldn't meet anyone. It's like, we're probably not going to get drinks after this. <laughs> uh, what do you, okay, about the fights. Can I, can I say something? Oh, yeah, quick? sorry, sorry, sorry. I, you looked, you looked peeved. So I was like, we should get off this. That's my resting face. That's fair. <laughs> um, I like the little connections here and there in those movies. I, I don't know what it is. I like, it gives me a sense of relief. I go, okay, yeah, these are all, these, this, these are the same people as these movies. And I, I like that, but we get that with Wong and we get that at the very end. Yeah. I thought Wong was fine. I, I, I was going to say that too. Cause I, I was going to say as much as you and you and I, Josh agree on that, like not everything needs to have like a dialogue that connects in pieces together. I, like we are in the vast minority in the terms of like there is a majority and not even to like Jason's point where it's like it's just kind of nice to have connective tissue but like people are like oh man I, I like I get it. oh man I really wish they would have talked about this and that and there are there is an audience for that and I don't know who they are what they look like but I just know just in terms of the numbers game there's gonna be like I wish they talked about the the blip in that this one because this is the first film since Black Widow and even Black Widow didn't talk about it because it's before blah blah so it's like it would have been the next film after Spider Man so you know and everyone that the entire half the movie is all about Endgame so uh yeah to that to Jason's point I completely I see that 
Go, Josh. Oh, uh, what did you guys think about the fights? Like, I... Like, okay, so the martial arts in the film, um, I'm only comparing it to the only other martial arts part of uh, Marvel that I think we've been given with Iron Fist. Um, I didn't enjoy Iron Fist only because my thing is like, like, I, I don't want my, like, you know, superhero people to get tired while they're fighting some drug dealers or whatever like in the second episode in a hallway. Um, I was not a fan of that. Um, this, when Sean is fighting, I think is really cool. Like the, the, the beginning fight uh, with uh, Win Wu and, is it Lee? Is that his mom's name? His wife, yeah. I just like, say the mom. The mom. Uh, when mom and dad are fighting. Um, and it's like, I thought that was great. Definitely some, you know, Crouching Tiger vibes. And I was like, sweet. Um, right. Super cool. And then when Michelle Yeoh comes in and I'm just like, Queen, mm-hmm. uh, do your thing, Philippa Giorgio, um, and she's doing her stuff. And I thought it was, I thought it was dope. Um, when Sean's fighting, like when they're in the bus at the beginning, he does, you know, the classic like take the coat off, you know, without taking the coat off, using it like, as a block, and then put the coat back on in one like beautiful motion. I was like, classic, it's, looks phenomenal, always will. Um, and then we get fantastic fighting, and I'm like, yeah. This is what this is what I came here for. This is exactly the type of stuff that I came here for, and I was very happy with all of it. I not too so much. much, not Peace. so much the guys with the you know weird crossbows. I was kind of like, you you guys are like super assassin ninja dudes or whatever you. I think super assassins. Why don't you have a gun? Uh, that was a bit weird that they come to the the uh, village with crossbows. I was kind of like, bro, like one gun. Because they're assassins, so they have to be quiet. (laughs) Except when they show up in a field and like line up, and they're like, "All right, he's like in body armor, exactly color coded body armor." I think the element of surprise is long past here. We're Um, all in blue. What did you guys think about the uh, the action sequences in the film, Jason? Yeah, yeah, I I thought they were really well done. Um, One of my favorite, one of my favorites is from Winter Soldier. Uh, between uh, George St. Pierre and and uh, Chris, Chris Evans, um, because George is a fighter, mm-hmm. uh, and it just and I know that maybe maybe the average person viewer didn't wouldn't know that he doesn't they don't know who uh, GSP is and mm-hmm. uh, but it was just so fluid and it was so uh, it looked so real to me because anyway I love that so seeing this different st- style of fighting of course. But there was just such a fluidity and it just felt right. It felt normal. It didn't feel contained in choreography. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense, but no, it, uh, yeah. it does look choreographed, but it looks so natural and real. Uh, and then getting the camera to move around it so much, move back and forth and then outside and spinning around, uh, that's uh, that's my cup of tea. So I really loved it. Um I think, uh, you know, I think what you're trying to like pinpoint, Jason, is kind of um, in Shang-Chi, <clears throat> they weren't afraid of using their surroundings. Right. Um, and so that helps with the realism that helps with like, this isn't just like a back and forth fight, you know, where they're fighting in a line or they're fighting around each other, but they're fighting all around the room and they're using weapons and, and tools and and jackets and stuff like that. So that helps yeah. it feel like, oh, like it's. Fight. 
It's yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not militaristic fighting. Also, it's not. Doesn't feel like ballet fighting, which there's no. Uh, it's not uh, to throw shade or anything like that, but it doesn't feel super like it's a dance. Um, in the way where it feels like they're counting numbers. Um, but martial arts mm. is in in many forms of dance because you are trying to you know trying to strike at key poses um, to look good, and it's how fast you can hit those key poses that makes the fight look good. Um, <clears throat> but one thing I really enjoyed. You know, I think you guys talked about the overall aesthetic of, of the fight sequences um, was the emotional context uh, for the fights. Um, it's something that's really not there a lot of, in most f- action films at all um, outside of MCU, outside of everything else. Like people just kind of fight and you're kind of like, well, this person just has to beat this person in order to get to that thing. There's no... I don't care, like, really who fights other than the person who I know the most. And in the beginning, you don't know who the characters are. You've been following the Mandarin for, like, maybe two minutes. And then finally he gets to this, like, secret force. And the way they fight there is it is the Wuxia style. So they're, like, floating in the air. It's a little bit more like the, you know, Chinese dramas. Um, and uh, But there there's, a, there's a, a rhythm and a dance to it where... Uh, you could tell that it's more of a like romantic conversation, um, and the acting that's evolved and the camera work that's there shows that the that Wen Wu's character is going to be changed at the end of this fight, which is is wonderful. And then, other than like really the bus fight, um, because the bus fight doesn't really have emotional context, because it's more just like here's the introductory, who here's you know Shang Chi, here's Sean. You know how does he survive and also he's this cool action set piece um but after that you know he has a fight with his sister and there has a there, you know they've done the work to show you that like this means a lot you know she was someone that was never allowed to train and now here she here here she is and he thinks he's going to save her but now he has to fight her and you know like it's all not going to according to what they thought it was and so there's emotional context of him trying to find his sister and and yet they fight you know, and then every other fight after that all has emotional context. So him fighting his father for the first time or, you know, seeing his mother die, you know, and or when his father goes to assassinate all those people in that poker room, it's like all of them have emotional context. So, like, it's not just, you know, main person beating up, you know, stunt doubles and, and, and stunt choreographer fighters. It's like, oh, like this character is has something has, has a, a, there's a stake, at, you know, in this fight. So. I really enjoyed that aspect. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, what, what you said, like, I, I thought that was good. Um, especially the fight between he and his sister. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, that's his sister. This is, this isn't, you know, uh, just a fight now. This is the her getting her frustrations out because he left her. And yeah. you're like, yeah. Like well, and was... you, th- you think he's going to fight like the abomination or another yeah. like uh, a sorcerer and then all like of a sudden we like literally just saw happen in like the two other fights and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, Wong's going to fight that dragon man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and so he fights his sister and you're like, oh, yeah, that's his sister. Like the yeah. moment she comes out, I'm like, yep, that's her. That's yeah. that's her. That this is this is where we're going. And it's a good fight. Um, I think all the Marvel movies, I mean, there are so many great fight scenes. Uh, I, 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 I get invested into them so quickly because if the choreography is sharp, if the actors are selling it, take the VFX out of it for a second. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, person to person. And then, of course, they have to digitally have them floating and shooting stuff. And so it's that boots on the ground or foot in the face kind of, you know, action that it's hard to quantify exactly how 
why it's different, but I know that, of course, there was some sort of wire work and there was digital work done. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Wait, uh, you don't think that dragon was weird, real? But like, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the fist fights. You don't but, think them fighting on the dragon was real? <laughs> I'm sorry. But the you go back 30 years, 40 years to um, some of these great movies. Well, I guess 20 years ago, of course, with uh, Crouching Tiger. But further than that, they didn't have all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of harkened back to that, even though it was a little more polished. It was really clean, and the camera work was a lot faster, and the editing was a lot faster. It uh, it reminded me of those movies, which I fell in love with as a kid. So I got kind of giddy. Hmm. Um, would you guys? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tom. Oh, um, I was going to say as well, <clears throat> and something that you get with better choreographed fight scenes is not so much cutting and not so much um, fast yeah. camera work. The thing that Shang-Chi does so well with its fight scene is that it uses the fast cam work and editing to its advantage, not to hide mistakes. Um, and that's typically what you'd see in um, by-the-numbers fight action sequences from directors who don't know how to shoot a choreographed fight scene. And, like, the biggest example that most people go to is, like, Jackie Chan will shoot fight scenes from a long or wide angle, so you see the whole action. So it's really hard to fake, like, this person can't jump that high. This person can't punch that fast. Um, and uh, with Shang-Chi, you know, you're inside the fight sometimes, and you go around, then you go under, then you go up. Um, to me, that's a little distracting, but you it's, it's not lost upon me that, like, they're able to have these camera movements and these actors still... Are performing these moves in 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 a way where it's you could tell that they're still fighting, and so another director or another crew of fighters, they would show like you know an arm being twisted in a bad angle because they're not doing anything. Like that just shows that the the people who are performing the stunt don't know what they're really doing, and you have to hide it in a in a cut to show like impact or to show like. The angle looks good for the kick when they can't actually, you know, fake a kick really well to the face, or the the actors don't feel comfortable getting that close to someone's face and then actually responding to it fast enough. So, like, to your point, yeah, there's a lot. Like, you know, that's the cool thing about technology and film is that it's going to get better and better, and the the actors and performers and especially the stunt uh, people have to get better and better. Um, so it, it is something that. We, we have a luxury too. We just have to make sure that the talent can meet where the technology is too. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, we've, we've done a good, any, any like final, any like closing thoughts? Are we, are we done? Oh, I mean, I mean, I was trying to keep it to like an hour, but I mean, go oh, ahead, Jason. Let if me you ask wanna, this question. Usually, usually Jason think, just wants to get it done. I say this with all due respect, of course, uh, oh. I guess. <laughs> maybe not uh i've never seen simu in anything else i've never i have not watched kim's convenience is he a good actor this is what i'll say um i have not seen kim's convenience he's basically the exact same it's basically him it's basically sean that is and so like i couldn't really tell like i honestly thought i was watching a longer like a kim convenience movie except they weren't in uh, Toronto. That was the only thing that was different. Okay. And I don't want to sound like I'm 
throwing shade at anyone, any company or anything, blah, blah, blah. It's just in the DNA of everything, which is, it is what it is. It's the most, it is what it is. Like, you can still enjoy it. I don't know if MCU films are the best um, platform to show great performances. And yeah. needless to say, there have been wonderful performances from people like Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr., as well as Mark Ruffalo and, and the other people who have become Avengers. Um, uh, I don't know if this movie showcased uh, Simu Liu's uh, uh, range or his table or whatever you want to call it um, because it is kind of very much like he's you don't get to be with him enough the closest you get is when he's in the village and he's f- contemplating like actually killing his father um, or no he he, he uh, tells Aquafina the truth that he did kill who his his mother's killer um um and that's the like the glimmer that's like the twinkle in the eye of like oh we're gonna get a good we're gonna get a good scene we're gonna get an acting scene because it's kind of like so fast paced and that's kind of like you know the film has a lot to do right it has to explain the character the story the concept the new you know uh mechanic of the story of like which is the ten rings or you know who are the ten rings are and you know what is the the shadow realm and who are these hp lovecraft monsters all these things as well as have some heart have some humor have some comedy uh you know move the dialogue around um so it doesn't give a chance to like show like you know this moment where like oh like he's going to be broken and we're going to see him like pull himself out of that. And it's going to be like, cool. Um, so I, I don't fault him for not being able to see like, um, like a wide range where like Tony Lung in that sense, like killed and took every scene away from almost everyone. Um, and I don't think he did that maliciously. I think it's just because like every scene that was written with him in there was written with him in mind. So, so your answer is, you're not I sure, think, but he wasn't given the he wasn't given the best opportunities. Yes, the only reason I say that is because uh, you know uh, I haven't talked really about the Marvel shows at all. Um, I found that one division. I haven't watched uh, What If yet, but I found that one division to me was like narratively the weakest. Um, but I did find that Elizabeth Olsen and uh, Paul Bettany. It was so delightful to watch them act and perform because, like, I was like, oh my god. They're they're great actors. Yeah. I was just like, oh my god! Like, why did why have we not gotten these before? And I would have wanted these before, but I only saw them as these like sheltered people, and then they finally do this thing, and then now I'm like, oh, they get to, they get to act, they get to have comedy, they get to do all these things, and so like, that's what I would say like about that, where it's like, sometimes the origin film isn't the great um, uh, exhibit for that, especially if the if the origin film is more of an ensemble film to begin with. And you know so. the second film is always where they <clears throat> like to throw a lot of exposition and everything in there, so yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. Um, I'm kind of hoping they don't like do anything romantic with Sean and Katie. I'm kind of like oh, I was digging I their not. best friends, yes, type thing. I'm like, keep it like that. Mm-hmm. I, we don't need a Tony Pepper thing. No, like just keep it platonic. Yep. I mean. I don't know if it's going to be done in like an Avengers five or like a whatever, like, you know, like here's the big event that includes everyone, but it feels like in the next one, they're going to go to space. Cause if you got, do you guys know what the 10 rings are? Like a space station? Uh, like a planet. 
like a DS9? Jason. Uh, <laughs> Jason with the callbacks over here. I, uh, full disclosure, I knew nothing about the Ten Rings except what I know from just watching these movies. No, yeah. that's cool. I, I mean, I, I knew nothing about this. I was a little bit sad that the big destroyer guy was not Fing Fang Foom. Um, that was kind of one thing that I was kind of like, oh. Because, I mean, like, it, he is a space alien type of, like, it did come from, you know, I was like, oh, space. Fing Fang Foom. That would be kind of nifty. And then they were just like, no, it is Destroyer. And I was like, oh, okay, that, that, I guess, I guess Destroyer. Uh, I, I will say I did like the design of that monster. Really, the design I, looked dope. And then there was uh, cool Rainbow Dragon. I thought Rainbow Dragon, Dragon was, was pretty dope. I loved yeah. it. And which, which I will say, like, you know, we have, we, we, we have, ne we have somehow sidestepped around it. Um, I, I like, you know, this is like the third act Marvel CGI, blah, blah, whatever. You know, everyone yeah. who hates Marvel films say that, yeah. but this was a kaiju fight, and I'm cool with it. <laughs> like, I like giant monsters. We finally monsters. got a kaiju fight in a Marvel film. Yeah, so I'm okay with it. Now they just need a giant mech fight which without the Hulkbuster. But um, uh, that's where the rings come from. It's from the planet that Fing Fing Foom comes from. See, that's dope. Maybe Adam Warlock oh, okay. will be cool. the new... Maybe it'll be Adam Warlock versus Fing Fang Foom, and then you get your cool like Pacific Rim type of thing. Maybe. Um, so we don't know where the big bad came from or what it was. I mean, did I miss that in the movie? Does it, it doesn't explain. They said it was at a dimension beyond ours, right? Because they started talking dimension. about the multiverse, right? And yeah. so for me, I immediately thought, because it's a meme, everyone's like, Mistopheles. I was like, oh my God. Um, but it, it, it potentially could be from the one below all because that is a thing. Because there's a one above all and a one below all. And that person is like super powerful, evil boy. Right. Um but yeah, the rings are originally like finger rings, and like the Mandarin found them in a giant space station made for dragons, um, because the dragons came to Earth, and then each ring has the spirit of each uh, of a dragon, and it's supposed to like have magnetism power, electricity, wind, and blah blah, blah and and mind control. Um, and so this version is is a little different. So I'm like, and when they're like, oh, it's sending out a beacon, I'm like, are we gonna see dragons in the next? Is that what, is that what we're gonna say? We're gonna see some dragons. That's cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I have so, a question. So you said there was a one above, above and a all. one below. Mm -hmm. Where's like five below? Um, at a uh, in a Walmart bin. Oh, I meant I meant like you know just be like in a strip mall or something like in the mall. You know, oh, like, you're right, you know five you're below. Right. Anyway, yeah, yeah, uh, right. it's a terrible. It was terrible. I was gonna um, say it's, it's in my Netflix queue, but that's three below. Yeah. Oh yeah. Three yeah. below. Yeah, three below is a show. Like I, I thought about as above, so below, but okay. Oh. Eight below is the eight below is the one with the snow dogs, Paul Walker. There you go. May he rest in peace. Those dogs. Oh, um, <laughs> I mean, they're dogs. They're probably dead. As above, uh, so below. By the way, that's a good one. That, that's what I was like. I was like, all right. There's a lot of below things. The things yeah. below. Yeah. Um. Yeah, wow what uh, <laughs> okay so uh jason do you have anything anything more any other things that you would like to talk about this i mean i it's one of those I don't we, know can, why... we could talk about the comedy and like the jokes i thought aquafina like i thought you know aquafina betting on you know sister was was great and being like yeah, yeah i want all this money Puts like i thought that was a good, pack. i thought that was nice i have two things and i think you could probably answer them in one sentence each because you know, both of you know more than I do, uh, and I think <laughs> Not about Marvel. I think you, I think you probably already have. Um, why was the dad hearing 
these calls from the monster. Because he has the rings and there's a connection between this monster and the rings, that makes sense to me. Now, I didn't know that in the movie. And it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, they can't like it's one of again, it's now. like a throwaway line that they say, and then they just go with he he keeps hearing it, like he's you know being tricked, being tricked, being tricked, and then yeah. like they they basically like it's like I think they maybe say it like maybe once, maybe twice that the rings and the door are connected. I probably missed that, which could have been cool if when Mandarin gave Shang Chi the rings, the Dragon Man was like trying to like the one ring yeah. you know influence shang chi and then he would be like you know what it's like to kill do it again and then he'd be like no because the power of friendship you know it could, it could be cool and a rainbow <laughs> we already had a yeah. rainbow it's it's just the dragon like swoops over second question yes what was the Romanian guy necessary? Did he have to be Romanian? Is that a specific? Do you want to? You want to hear? Fist? You want to hear? Razor fist was dope. I yeah, heard why a he have been some giant. Uh, why could he have been some giant Chinese guy? I heard, uh, from uh, an undisclosed source. Okay. Uh, Joshua that Stone. he had he had a lot more in the movie. Uh, and like the scene where they take the car and yeah. he's like my car apparently there's a whole sequence where he goes into that garage and he talks to like security guard and starts talking about like his like I think love life or something like that and he's supposed to have this moment and he's supposed to have all this other dialogue later on too and that's why he becomes such this like character at the end of the movie but then apparently his acting was so bad that uh -huh. they were like that they, they just cut it out and I was like that blows yeah the uh, Jason, huh. the only reason that I <coughs> thought he was there was to show that this was like a multinational a <laughs> organization. Uh. That was the only reason I thought that they put multinational man in here. Like, I, I think that's the only thing I, I was thinking, like, because they wanted to make it look like the League of Shadows, where it's just a bunch of people, like no specific you know, people from different cultures and everything like that are all like trying to for the betterment of world in their right. eyes. That's what that's what I assumed it was. I get um, that uh, the Ten Rings army is global and there's many, you know, many different cultures and uh, so on and so forth. But he was just sort of this one guy who I think could have been just as easily, if not better for me, uh, been a, a Chinese big giant Chinese guy. True. It threw me off. I don't know. Maybe that's. I don't know. No, I, I, I agree. Get, get more. Get more of us out there, baby. <laughs> um, well, everyone was except him, and Ben Kingsley. Um, I don't, if there's anything I have to say, anything more before we wrap this all up, um, there's a part of me that I feel like, you know, I don't know if it hit me differently because you know I'm I'm, like I guess I'm I'm. Uh, connected. I'm. I'm. Uh, uh, as Spock would say, emotionally compromised uh, when I would watch this film because I'm like, oh, this is supposed to be like my Asian representation. The the kind of joke that like uh, Sean and Katie have of like always going to karaoke instead of doing what they're supposed to do because they end up doing what they have to do. They end up still going to work. They end up still doing what they need to do. Um, hit me more of like kind of like. That Asian excellence that tends to like become a, a stereotype of like, oh, Asians yeah. are always so good at school, and it's like, well, you don't realize that we like 
we mess around a lot and we like stay up late and we play a lot of video games and we do all this stuff, but still do the work um, in that way. And I don't know if they were intentionally doing that or just kind of like that just hit me in that way because, and the only reason I bring it up of like, I don't know if I'm like gaslighting myself in that way because I remember watching uh, <laughs> once upon a time in Hollywood during the, the, you know the big scene that went for you know, that had the huge controversy with the Bruce Lee and Brad Pitt yeah. uh, fight, um, and I remember in the theater and I didn't really enjoy it, and I remember everyone laughing, and I was like, I don't know if I like this, and then it had the backlash, and I was like, okay, so I wasn't I wasn't in my head, um, so that's why I'm only that's why I'm second my guessing myself of like seeing certain things like that. I'm like, oh, is, was that for me? Was that was that intentional? Is that what you wanted? Um, just because it's like it'd be very like you did you very much said it without you said it very implicitly so i was just like it's very interesting that you know same thing with like parents wanting you to date you know your friend and all that stuff you know so the grandma moment and you know the taking off the shoes and the eating the lunch and all that stuff and and the kid you know the the kid brother and all that stuff like i was like these are all great moments of like yeah that's that feels very american asian you know asian american so i'll say that did you guys i like that a lot actually um think that he killed her grandfather what there was like when when he talks about like i had to go kill the man that you know killed my mom and that was my thing and then like, oh. like there was part of me that was like they wouldn't like they wouldn't right like they, they wouldn't do that uh katie's grandfather because they're, they're they when they first meet at her house the grandmother is like saying like oh i'm gonna get this food to grandfather blah yeah, blah yeah. he'd be very happy i see what you mean like and then it's like the slightest the smallest bread comes oh. like is that how they're gonna tie this in that's the, oh, I, I thought see. that's what they were gonna do and i was wow. like surely not like that would that's, be a little bit a too reach. much well like, oh i'm now you know best friends with like the granddaughter of the man who killed my mom like well I did was you like, please don't do that did you watch uh falcon and winter soldier because they connect that they do they do something like that which yeah. I felt like they kind of I, I wanted more of that in the show but they didn't I'm like all right whatever it's not my show but I'm like oh, you could you could have had oh, so much that. more um, but yeah in in Shang Chi was like if they did that it would be a different movie it would be oh, is, half uh, the jokes like, so much darker <laughs> that you so mean darker. the uh, Bucky killed Tony's parents thing or. Oh, without the movie w- yeah without huge spoilers bucky at the point of the show bucky ends up befriending this asian dude and you're like why is he friends with the asian dude and then you see a flashback that bucky Older. when he was winter soldier killed this asian kid at this exchange program and this is like the kid's father and uh he's trying to have like he's trying to make up and repent for it and uh i'm not going to ex- spoil what ends up happening in the show but it's uh, like a <gasps> to me that was like this is the runner. This is what I need in the show. I need Bucky's redemption story, him going through yeah. therapy, him trying to figure out like, can he ever actually, you know, say sorry to the person, you know, so a victim. And I was like, mm, it'd be great. Uh, so, yeah, that's where my mind went. I was like, no, don't do it. Don't, don't do that to me. Well, I didn't even think of that. But that's if they. Oh man, if they did, I'd if be they like, would have. It would have been dope. But then they were like, I was sitting there. I was like, no, no, I want the friendship to happen. I don't want them to do like some weird, you know, Romanoff sister thing, and now she's going to be the bad guy in Hawkeye. Like I didn't want that to happen, and like uh, Katie be like Sean's nemesis in the next film or whatever. Um, I was well, like, please don't. What you would have to do is have them be like the power of friendship, you know. You know. So. They can Maybe still they do, could it. do they like can some do cool little like 
Eep, eep, or like woogity woogity or something. I, don't I mean, know, something they cool. could they could if they wanted to pull like a Spider Man three and be like. Your grandfather is the real reason why, like, my mom died, you know? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Out of left field. That would have been fun. Could, could do it. Um, Are you guys, do you guys want to see another one? Do you guys want to see another Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you uh, like, nah, I, I wouldn't do later. Yeah. I'm here for that. I'm here for another Black Panther. I'm here for, again, the more representation I can get, the better. Um, I Are think, you here uh, for Eternals? Are you excited for Eternals? <laughs> I'm interested. It's just a reuniting of the Starks. I'm interested, interested to see where Chloe Zhao takes it, and also to see the where they're shooting it because you know there was that article that Chloe Zhao had to like fight a lot with Kevin Feige to actually shoot on location, um, and also a lot of the internet has pointed out that like a lot of it looks like Man of Steel, and then everyone's like, but they're all gonna love it, and it's like, well. Maybe the, maybe the grown-up. <laughs> you know, the only thing I've read about this over the past two years now is... The biggest thing I've read about it is... Uh, Kamal Nujami, Nujani uh, getting bulked Getting up. ripped, yeah. Yeah, and that was the biggest spill. And I haven't heard anything else, and I don't want to, because I, I look at the trailers and I, I'm not really terribly interested in it, but of course I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I think that that's the kind of the, the Marvel thing right where it's like they've people are not guys. even gonna be interested but you're gonna have to watch it um yeah. in that sense you. they brainwashed you guys they're like well, has, I, I don't has, really care for it i'm gonna see it it has like, everything to do y'all. with the fact that we are so for me I've, the avengers and all the characters from the first phases are now ingrained in my head and mm-hmm. if i see a trailer for something that doesn't have them i go okay mm, so shang chi the eternals and the fact that they mentioned Captain America in the trailer, I go, oh, connection. Yes, I'm in. You know what they also mentioned in the trailer? I'm one of those idiots. You know what they also mentioned in the Eternals trailer? That half the population of the world disappeared <laughs> just in case you forgot. Full circle. We're back. Oh, like, man. I was just like, all right, we, we, stay, we stay in here. We are going to die on this. I like. Okay, so I don't watch trailers anymore. Like, I've, I've given up on trailers because I... I feel they tend to spoil a good amount of things so i just don't do trailers i would rather read like the blurb of what the movie's going to be about than to actually you know watch a trailer um because blurbs seem to not be super spoilery whereas you well they know, tend to be the log line yeah whereas you know if it's you know uh the trailer for the phantom menace how much cooler is that if you don't know from the trailer that darth maul's lightsaber is dual bladed and you mm-hmm. find that out in the theater for the first time, and it mm-hmm. blows your mind as a small child. Um, but no, well, that's one we'd of those rather movies, show that in the trailer because that's one of those movies where you wouldn't even have to have a trailer because there's a billion people who want to go see yeah. that anyway. Exactly. Like, don't put so and like put with, with Star Wars trailers, you don't even got to do Star Wars trailers no more. No. It feels like you don't have to do that with Marvel films anymore either. Um, just because I mean, you've got you guys. We're gonna um, watch them regardless. Um, I'm but, I'm 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 in the camp where like I tend to like knowing what. I'm watching. Um, I wouldn't say I would say like the same way. It's like don't give me all the best parts. C- give me a reason to care. Tell me like who's the character and what's at stake, and that's all I need. I don't need to know like the the comedy jokes. I don't need to know the big action set pieces. I just need to see like, uh, you know, I, I what, what I, I'm trying to think of like what's a really good trailer. I mean, I feel like Mad Max Fury Road's a great trailer. Yes, yes. Because you I don't would, even I know what's happening. That. Yeah, you know, but it's like okay, it's Max. He's on run. Looks like this whole movie is a chase scene. 
Okay. I don't know how they're gonna do it. It might be boring. It had an entire chase scene. I was completely wrong. And then like, the whole is... movie was an entire chase scene, and you're exactly. like, all right, yeah, yeah. Exactly just what I like wanted. Star Wars. <laughs> um, yeah, like I so like I, I'll do teasers, but even I think teasers do too much sometimes. Like the Cowboy Bebop, I felt it did too much. Oh, because they showed like they showed huge shots be in there. of, and I was of, just of like, typical episode. Yeah, I was like, no, don't put that in the tr like in the intro. Um, I thought that was so now I'm definitely off all of it, but like teasers I'm okay with teasers cuz like they just like it's usually like 30 seconds and Yeah, you got to stay there. away from the final trailer. Yeah, I can't do it um, This was the most amount of trailers that I've seen in probably like three years um, Mainly cuz like I went to the movie theater mm -hmm. like especially since COVID this is my first real movie in an actual legitimate movie theater Sorry tower theater um, but like an actual one, well, mainly because like they just start the film like right then, like there was no trailers or anything. They were just like, and here's Green Knight, um, in your very uncomfortable chair. <laughs> um, so, like I was watching this, I was like, oh, I didn't really care to watch the Matrix film. I was gonna watch the movie anyway, and then like I, wa I was just like. <sighs> Oh, Jonathan Groff's in the film. Uh, that was my my whole takeaway from that film was like, oh, Jonathan Groff, that's nice. Um, yeah, like I, it was it was a bit much. Uh, I I don't know. I just went on a tangent. I was trying to fill a little bit of time. <laughs> that was all that was. I'm glad we were running out of it. Yeah, it fe it felt like Jason wanted this to be like a a longer than, you know, like 50 minute episode. So I felt. I like talking with you guys. You, uh, I always learn something new when I'm talking to you guys specifically. So most other people can't teach me anything, but you two, I learn a lot. Like Fing Fang, Fing Fang Fong, what was it called? Fing Fang Foom? Yeah. It sounded like I was being very racist there. <laughs> one of the uh, many uh, Marvel characters that their name is literally the same initial each time. Right. So yeah. it's a, a Stanley special. Yes. Okay. Very much so. Um, yeah, like, uh, so for the film, what would you guys, we're, we're going to do our standard yes. pass. Or ten or rings? Skip. Oh, sorry. Uh, what was that? Is it ten, 10 out of 10 rings, 9 out of 10 rings? Oh, see, that would have been better. That's pretty uh, good. Yeah, we're going to do, uh, I would give the Sonic movie 10 out of 10 rings. Um, sorry. Uh, we're going to do uh, skip, so don't watch the film. Um, rent, stream, or stream, rent, buy. I'll go first, buy it. The the one and only time you're probably ever going to hear me say, go buy a Marvel film. Um, go buy it. Jason? Sorry, go see it and then buy it? Is that the, one of the, I'm, I, full disclosure, I'm Googling Fin Fang Foom right now. <laughs> he's a big green dragon man. Yeah, he looks fantastic. He's a big I green love. dragon. He's cool. So what, what would you recommend audiences right. or listeners to do? To, uh, to, to buy oh. it? Well, I mean, you could Disney Plus buy rent it for like 30 can bucks not, and never actually get to say, own it. Can I not say go to the theater and see it? I mean, you can, but I mean, some people don't have vaccination cards. Right, and, okay. And In some people world, are still, you know... You know, it's your recommendation of like you should theater. own the thing versus like I'll just ago, keep, yeah. I would say go to the theater and watch it and then buy it because it's worth having because there's a lot of fun in it uh I'll say buy it um I to me 
give some give some Asian people some of that money, baby. You know, hey man, <laughs> we want we we want to be up there too. That's all all I want to say. There needs to be what more. You know, <laughs> if you want more... Kim's convenience <laughs> season six, money, you need to watch. <laughs> buy Look, this film. I'm gonna hashtag that. All of us, all of us want money. All, all, every, every skin tone, every uh, walk of life, every ethnicity, origin. We, you know, it's it's not pieces of the pie. The pie has there's plenty of pie. There's plenty of pie. We just 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 give it. You know, Diego Luna's got his own show coming on Disney Disney Plus. You know what I'm saying? Like it's important. Who does? Diego. He was a uh, Caspian. Oh. oh, okay. What's his show on Disney Plus? Is his name Caspian? He's something. Uh, it's and a- a- Andor. Yeah, a- Caspian. Al- He's the yeah. prince. He's the guy with the rat. The, the different guy. <laughs> different guy. Um, <laughs> it's a different Caspian. One's a prince and one's not. Uh, Star Wars, Cad, Andor. Uh, yeah, Ca- Cassian. Cassian, Cassian oh, so Andor. Caspian. Oh. Almost. I think Almost. Caspian Andor sounds cool. Um, I don't like, by the way, I don't like that that iteration of Abomination... No, just that. I don't like that. If that's supposed to be abomination, oh. that's not like Tim Roth abomination. It, I don't know what that was we were looking at, but that is absolutely about, him. It was just not. I know it was. I know they said yeah. so, but just not great. What? Yeah. What's going on? So the the dragon monster that Wong was fighting—that's oh. the guy from from the, the Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. Wait, what? So Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah Edward yeah, Norton that's, fight. That's yeah. great. Like that great. That's Blonsky. Hulk man. Yeah, that's Blomsky. That's the abomination. Oh. Exactly. I thought that was just something that Wong picked up on a travel. No. Oh. You hear, you hear him say Blomsky and all that stuff. He's like, let me show you how to do yeah. that right hook again, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then it's like, and then I think the director said, like, yeah, he went through some evolutions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, unnecessary, but here we are. So did the Hulk, though. Let's Let's say that. As a creationist, I don't feel like... Oh, my God. <laughs> Here we are. What? Abomination should go through evolutions. Um, well, he went from a man to that, so maybe he's just uh, rapidly... Um, I mean, technically, evolved. Abomination should always have had, like, the ear fin fishy thing, but he shouldn't have had, like, the back spine thing. His his bone spine should have still stayed the same. Yeah, and his fists uh, as well changed... I know there's going to be a comparison picture here. <clears throat> Y'all looking at stuff that I don't care about. Um, anyway, Tom, well, where can game. everybody find you That's and uh, Nerd on? The uh, they can find us uh, on all social media except Snapchat and TikTok, probably. Uh, at Nerd on. Uh, and you can find us on Twitch at Nerd on TV. Uh, Jason, um, I think it's November. So this comes out in November. I think we can announce the Dragon Prince, the new season. You do? I don't know. I, it was a, it was a. Sorry, Dragon Prince fans. I tried. Couldn't <laughs> get it. He was too good. He was too good. Working on it. Where can people find you and your fun stuff? You know what? Same place. Uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram. Um, there's no fun stuff. I'm just, you know, I'm just boring. Uh, but. Uh, at a boy Simpson on Twitter and at Simpsograms on Instagram. And we'll put all the links and everything for Nerd On and Jason and Tom in the show notes. So you can find them. Like if you want to go and check out Jason's uh, fun time of has- uh, harassing Raquel Belmonte with uh, his tarantula. 
that's on there. That is that is in his his wonderful stuff. You can that's definitely true. check that. Yep. I do uh, you can find one. me. You find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Caney for the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom on Twitter What's Up Fandom PC for podcast. Um, all of our episodes available wherever you can download podcasts. There you go. Um, we've also got the video content on YouTube. We've got the Twitch at What's Up Fandom um, website animationstationpodcast.com. Uh, thanks to one out of ten for the intro and outro. Um, check them out. And thanks to Wild Bill Soda for uh, sponsoring this episode. Use code Fandom Ten at checkout. Get yourself some delicious coffee and get 10% off. They got coffee now. Really good coffee. And I'm not a coffee person, but like I put it over ice and you know, I had a lot of creamer because I don't like the taste of coffee, to try it. but it's good stuff. Unfortunately, Jason, they don't ship to Canada, yeah. but <sighs> they can ship to me and I can ship it to you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thanks. Uh, thanks to them for everything. Uh, and thank you both for coming on and letting me rant about uh, Marvel and um, the atrocities that they commit on a daily basis. Uh, thank you for having us on. It was a yeah. pleasure. Uh, no problem. Uh, so Appreciate for What's it. Up Fandom, I'm Josh. I'm Jason. And I'm Tom. Bye, everybody. Bye. See ya. <laughs> can i ask a question sure are you guys do you guys follow mike flanagan's shows the haunting of hill house uh, i have been no, meaning to and i know so many friends who do and they love it but i'm assuming you're going to talk about midnight mass and something about it just wondering if you guys are watching it is all i've only seen no i'm not i'm not i've okay. not watched watched it uh right. jason i hear it's scary and so i'm out I'm out. Uh, it's wild. Hill House, there's some good scares. Bly Manor, it was got a little more uh, ethereal and hey, it just a little weirder. Um, more of a romantic telling of some Victorian sort of thing. This is right back to just uh, what is in the shadows ready to kill me sort of thing. Mm. Right? Oh. Yeah, it's freaky. I, it's really I've, good. I've seen Hush and I've seen Gerald's Game, but I have not seen any of the shows or any of the Netflix stuff. Oculus. I've seen Oculus. Oculus, I really liked. I've seen Ender's Hush, Game. Hush was good. Yeah. Is that like? Yeah, Gerald's Game and Ender's Game, basically the same thing. Okay. Yeah. You know, train them kids. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least I know where I'm at now. I know Tied we're talking about sci-fi. Yep. Oh, did you guys hear that news about a new Babylon Five in the works I, at I heard, CW? I, I was, I was, I, I think that Babylon Five fan that craze missed me. And I just saw J. Michael Straczynski is part of it, and he was just like, yeah, we're doing it. And I'm like, whatever it is, I'm, I'm happy for you. Um, yeah. I love uh, that for you. Babylon 5, or um, as those of us who were fans of the show like to call it, Blabalon 5, because they just talked a lot. Um, it was like DS, like, it came out the same time as DS9, and they were like, we're going to do different stuff with it. And it's basically the exact same show. It's like literally it's like, okay, we're gonna put a bunch of people on a space station. Which which show am I describing? Right. It's mm. like it's the same in Battle space Galactica. with a with a cast of see they're not on the space station. Oh. On a ship. Um what kind of a nerd are you? We're gonna we're gonna have Terrible. to take that card, Tom.
a um, sick one. It's like, and they're going to be surrounded by a bunch of uh, alien <laughs> characters and everything, and they're going to be part of the cast, and it's going to be really fun. One of them's going to be a spy. Have you still figured out which show I'm talking about? Event Horizon. Uh, again, not on a space station. That is a space station. It's a ship. It's a space station that went to hell and came back. I actually, I haven't seen Event Horizon since I was like 10. That was the one I was like, what is on a space station nowadays? Uh, a space yes, station. Great. Ender's Game. Ender's Game. Uh, yeah. Uh, fun stuff. Yeah, so Blabalon 5. I would love to be in Blabalon 5. I also like that it's on the CW. Because that so it's going to be hot people. Yeah, like hot people and teen, teen angst. Hell oh, no. yeah. Well, 27-year-old <laughs> actors me. playing 16-year-old. They could. They angst. always tend to have... See, I mean, Jason, I'll take this with the, the utmost uh, respect. They, If it's CW, they shoot in Canada. Uh, they always tend to have a more vetted, uh, more experienced actor than everyone else. And that person typically brings in the gravitas. I'm like, you know what? This show might actually be good. Who knows? And then that's where you come along. I did an episode of Riverdale. That's CW, right? You were in Riverdale? Yeah. Yeah. Bro. I played, I played uh, one of the serpents. I played the bartender who owns the bar. And I, I got completely cut from the scene. So uh, they don't oh. care about uh, the gravitas and the good actors. They just wanted more time for the teeny boppers. <sighs> where have we come? We used to have Supernatural. Just <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah. Um, where the three the three witches, mm. charmed, oh, charmed. Yeah. He also had Stargate. I mean, that was like the biggie. Stargate was on CW. No, oh. but I mean, it was filmed oh. in Canada. Oh, oh, gotcha, I was just gotcha, going gotcha. with things that that were filmed in Canada. <laughs> A lot Smallville. of things. Many, many things. Yeah. All so the good many. stuff in anything yep. good, it's filmed in Canada. You know what I don't like? Have you guys seen those articles? where they talk about uh like this person has like marvel is finally like or this person has replaced or has like marvel has recast like black panther marvel has recast iron man and it's for the what if stuff and i'm like yeah. that's not a that's not a recast oh you mean comicbook.com yeah, yeah exactly yes comicbookmovie.com yeah yeah and they're like oh they've recast this person like they've recast captain marvel and you're like no that's it's just a cast for the longest like, time they would do like kevin smith says it's like what the fuck this isn't news <laughs> but if you know that that guy is not coming back to play that character wouldn't you call that a recast but it's also for an animated show yeah. so i mean like it's not like they're not you know recasting robert downey jr for an animated you know what i mean because more than likely robert downey jr was never going to well, be that's like saying Adrian Petru uh, recast Tom Holland. I don't know if you still want this on your uh, Zoom recording, but um, we're recording. Who cares? This will be fun stuff at the end, unless okay. it's, unless it's bad and you want. Me the to only, re only reason I'll say it like this, and I don't want to like offend any any people who like Marvel things, but it's the sense of the and you haven't watched Loki yet, but the the golden canon, the golden. Uh, continuity of what the mcu is like that matters to a lot of people for some weird weird reason where like for me like chris hemsworth i think is i think a, a good actor and i think he does the part to play thor i don't think he should voice thor in an animated or in a video game like i think there are people who have portrayed thor in animated stuff like 
actual voice actors mm-hmm. who portray Thor like this is what a Norse god sounds like. Yeah, you know, um, in that sense. But some people were like, "Oh, but that's why the MCU is the best thing is because it's everything connected and they they you know everyone comes back for for this and even for a small cameo." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, 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 sure." Uh, but still within the certain mediums that they have to offer, like, it's just, you know, like particularly, you know, why everyone got so mad about, uh, the Marvel's right. Avengers video game when all the models didn't look like the MCU characters. I'm like, yeah, cause that's kind of how they look like in the comic books and it looks not that cool and you're going to buy the other skins anyways, but it's like, yeah, they're not gonna look like the MCU ones cause the MCU is, is their own version, but you know. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing. It's like saying like. Ian Glenn has recast Robert Pattinson or something like that as Bruce Wayne. And you're like, yeah. no, te- technically it's, it's a different show. It should be like, what if like cast a, their, their Black Panther? It's like, okay, exactly. this is the, or just their be like, Exactly. Like, but you know, it's weird. Um, it's for the clicks, baby. It's definitely for the clicks. 